You're listening to another episode of The Zag, continuing our mini-series of social distancing in these strange times we're in. We're joined by Chris Cuncio, a 2015 NLC fellow. He's got a very interesting project I think you'll want to hear about, and because we're all at home, you'll have plenty of time to check it out. So let's make sure we can hear what we're supposed to be listening to. Let's get to it. All right, Chris, you know, some of the reason we're doing this is to have a... a snapshot, if you will, of these strange times that we're in. And here in LA, things have pretty much been all locked up. It's pretty much only grocery stores and pharmacies folks are able to go to. Is that true in Philly as well? Yeah, we're actually um, at the point, um, I'm a high school teacher and um, we have shut down for two weeks and um, we're seeming like comparing to other states, looking up in New York City, how they've basically shut down schools until April 20th. It's looking more and more like we're going to be doing the same thing here. And actually, it just word went out that they're shutting down all non-essential businesses at 5 p.m. today. So, oh wow, yeah, it's it's crazy times. Absolutely, you know, I I work with schools out here as well, working with with Kip, and so you know, we're in full-on planning mode for however many weeks this ends up being in terms of online learning and supporting students. What what kind of things are you doing for your students? What kind of things are your, your school communities trying to cook up? So we're kind of in the process right now of. Uh, figuring out how we're going to do some online learning. Um, you know, there's multiple issues at hand on the one hand, or like, you know, the surface level stuff is related to the providing curriculum for the students. Um, but we're also dealing with issues around internet access. Um, we're also dealing with um, a lot of our students need to get lunches and uh, from the schools, that's how they're getting their food. And so the, the school is moving i mean people can argue the school is moving very slowly and turning because i work at a charter network and they're trying to figure out how to do this online curriculum but they're also trying to deal with these social services as well and so considering that we've never dealt with anything like this before i'd say that they're doing a pretty solid job with what they're given yeah i I think you're definitely right it's really an inspiring thing to watch at least on, on our end both the intellectual weight that's all of a sudden being shifted to how to make teaching, which is already hard into something that's, that's online and, and distant, but yeah, you're right. Trying to figure out, do we box up lunches and how do we pass them out in a drive through to just all the things that go into it? Yeah, it's definitely, definitely wild. Well, we're, we're certainly glad you're, you're on the case and, and glad that you care so much to make sure kids can, can learn in these next two or three weeks. And you know, one of the things that they might be learning and I'd love for our listeners to learn too, is, is when you're not teaching in the classroom, you're, you're teaching about a very famous historical figure. Give folks a scoop on that. Yeah. So I have been a teacher for the last six years, but um, for the last 10 years, I've been running my own historical tour company in old city, Philadelphia, um, where I play young Ben Franklin. And so I've spent most of the last 10 years researching and creating um, entertaining content around the life and times of Ben Franklin. Um, And so most recently, I actually converted my um, tour, which chronicled the entire life in the various episodes of his uh, really incredibly interesting life. Um, I converted it into a rap album. And so I recently just produced a two-part, 30-track rap album that encompasses his entire life. And so are you recording that in your garage at home? Or are you going to a studio with, with friends and getting help? How is it all coming together? Oh, I actually... Um, so last year, I um, raised money through Kickstarter to um, oh, produce sweet. the album. So I actually, it's professionally produced. Um, a friend of mine is a sound engineer at a local, sta- um, at a local um, pr- production studio. 
he was able to connect me with this phenomenal producer who also was an it was like a musician who um does after school programming with students and he considering he had never um had any experience producing trap music before hmm. um he made incredible beats and then i spent um the rest of my money through the kickstarter funds plus my own uh money as well to getting it mixed and mastered in the best like per, like the best possible way so this is like as people are have been already reaching out saying that they're very impressed with the production value and i mean i spent a good amount of money to make it perfect because i didn't want to have to go back and do it again <laughs> so then from here is it a case where you would try to get it on YouTube? Or are you trying to, to sell it as a physical copy? What's the kind of mechanic from this point out? Yeah, so I'm kind of at a crossroads. Like the beauty of um, this project is it's like one prong of a multi-pronged uh, attack. I'm basically trying to corner the market on everything related to Ben Franklin. Um, okay. Like I essentially imagine, like the best way I try and explain it is imagine if the person who wrote uh, the Twilight series about werewolves and vampires had also wrote the Underworld movie series about vampires mm. and werewolves, like basically just trying to take the same theme and attack it in every different direction. So, you know, I had written this album. I'm like working with several teachers right now to create a curriculum to go along with it. So it's like there's social study elements, but then there's also like literature elements uh, related to like, you know, character development. Um conflict development all that sort of stuff um but this was actually i had five years ago i had actually tried to write a tv show about the life of benjamin franklin and i basically had written out several scripts and or, or scripts for several episodes and friends who have been in the industry said you need to basically before anybody will ever read the script you need to have other content created you need to have done okay. other stuff um, otherwise, you're not even going to get the t their time of day. And so essentially, that's how this kind of started. I then went back to the drawing board, started working on a tour where I started rapping on it and then turned it into this album. So the next step, unfortunately, it's an expensive next step is I would love to get this album animated so that it becomes basically like a schoolhouse rock, but about the entire life of Benjamin Franklin. The problem with that is if you're talking about like quality animation for what would essentially be an 85 minute movie. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, it, that's where it starts like becoming very, very expensive. When you think of the boom around Hamilton, do you feel like you were to this kind of wrapping early American historical figure corner first or, or were you and Lin-Manuel sort of about the same time and he just happened to pop on Broadway? Like what, how does that kind of fit in the context of, the explosion and the love of uh, looking at old historical figures in a modern music context. It's complicated. Um, I, <laughs> I, figured it, I figured it would be. Yeah. Cause it's like a lot of people are just like, because of the timing, it just comes off like, Oh, I'm just trying to like copy off of uh, what Lin-Manuel Miranda did and trying to capitalize it on it. It's, it's not that simple. I, when I was um, like I had just graduated college in 2010 and became a tour guide as I was in grad school to become a teacher. And I had always grown up with rap and like loving rap because I grew up in Philadelphia. Like I was exposed to a lot of hip hop and rap and like always was into it. And so very early on was like incorporating rap into my classroom. And in like 2010, I came up with the idea while I was giving the tours that what if I wrote 
like a mixtape. I'd call it the Dead Presidents mixtape, and each song would be um, a, a biography of a different president. And so I had written a biography to the Jay-Z song Dead Presidents about George Washington's life. And I tried it out on a tour and people were like, this is awesome. And then one person on the tour said, hey, have you heard of Lin-Manuel Miranda and what he's doing with the Alexander Ham- or Alexander Hamilton? And so in 2011, I then like went on YouTube, saw this video from him performing it in 2009 to... Uh, Barack Obama at at the White House poetry uh, slam. And so I realized that like, you know, he's kind of got the upper hand on that. (laughs) Um, And so in a lot of ways, you know, I did have a similar idea. I came to it on my own, but I also am trying to totally capitalize on the momentum that he created Um, because like I have been doing this very unique character um, it makes total sense for Ben Franklin to be a hip hop album. Like aside from the Hamilton stuff, like Ben Franklin is a theme in rap. You know, the phrase is all about the Benjamins. Like when you're on the face of a hundred dollar bill and capitalism is like a major theme in hip hop and you're the face of capitalism, it makes perfect sense. But also, you know, like one of the interesting stories about his like education is he taught himself how to write by converting essays of the enlightenment into poetry. And so it connects very much with his character as well. And, you know, like I am on the one hand, like I would love to uh, like work with Lin-Manuel Miranda, obviously on this. Um, But I'm kind of like approaching it different ways. Like I did play this character as young Ben Franklin is pissed off that Alexander Hamilton's musical does not reference him at all. And so I had written a diss track uh, to Alexander Hamilton as Ben Franklin. Um, but I would also like just, I think that hip hop and history and storytelling just flow so well together. It's just a fun way of learning. And I just, I would love to be able to capitalize on that momentum. Though admittedly, a lot of people in the theater community have been not too um, excited about my Ben Franklin album. Interesting. Well, we'll hear more about that. We'll take a short break. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. So, Chris, what's the what's the short answer why the theater community is not not thrilled with you right now? Uh, short answer: I'm white, and like, it's, and I'm trying. I'm saying that as sensitive as possible. Um, without context, I just look like someone who or like a white man of privilege who has um, basically used cultural misappropriation to uh, use hip hop to elevate the status of a white man. Um, and it kind of looks like, like Lin-Manuel Miranda is a person of color and was able, and like a lot of um, the awesomeness about the hip hop or the Hamilton musical was that it was able to, you know, provide a voice for, people who felt marginalized in American history. And so on the surface, it like, you know, if you're not looking at the context, not looking at, you know, my experience growing up listening to hip hop or the fact that I work in a classroom um, with students of color or just like any of that, or like understanding my, um, the research and like the process I went through to create this album it just looks like I'm just another white guy just trying to take something and make money off of it. And so, uh, you know, that causes 
concern within the uh, within the theater community. Understandably so. Like I I can't be angry at it. I like totally get it. Um, you know, white people tend to we've <laughs> we've done a lot to cause people to not trust us. Yeah, well said. Well, listen, what's the way that folks can keep track of the project and, and hear what you've created so far? So um, my project, like I have basically a profile and portfolio on um, online. So you can go to www.franklinforprez.com. And that um, on there, you can see uh, like lyrics and summaries of the album, as well as other projects that I've been doing around Ben Franklin. Um, you can also go on any streaming service or even YouTube. The album is called Be Franklin Corrected and Amended. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to put that in the info to this episode. Chris, thanks so much for hopping on. Stay safe out there in Philly and everyone else who's listening. Stay safe as well. While you're passing the time, don't forget there's tons of Zag episodes coming your way this week and hopefully even more in the future. And if you want to catch up on all the 200 plus episodes that already exist, make sure to download and subscribe. Get them on all the places you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. They're all there. And so until next time, we'll catch you soon.